Today I'm beginning with a new project uh, next to my usual philosophy work. Um, and it's not just another instrument to put out my own ideas, my own way of thinking, which is very analytical, very hard-nosed, uh, using rationality and empirical data and so on. No, this is meant as something else. It's going to be a series of dialogues, a series of conversations with usually, and at least that's my intent, right-brained people like artists, uh, true philosophers, uh, um, psychologists, um, people with a way of thinking and relating to reality and relating, relating to themselves that is not really logical or an intellectual per se. Uh, it may incorporate logic, it may incorporate the intellect, but they use, if I could use a metaphor, uh, different senses to relate to reality. The reason I want to do that is that um, I am convinced, I truly believe, that these people, they can see true things about what is real, about what is true. That people with a strong analytical bent, like scientists, engineers, uh, mathematicians, they can't see. It's like they, they lack some senses to be able to, to apprehend everything that is out there everything that is true, everything that is real. They miss out on a lot. And our culture today has come to, has converged to a set of values and beliefs, to a paradigm, if you will, in which only a strictly rational, a strictly intellectual and logical approach to reality is actually taken seriously. We have many other things going on. We have religion, we have spirituality, we, we have art. But to some extent, they are perceived by a lot of people, even religious people, I would dare to say, as entertaining or as a psychological metaphor to make you feel better. But what is really taken seriously and granted reality, granted respect, is, for instance, what science says, is something that is very hard-nosed, a very hard-nosed approach to reality, a very logical and intellectual approach to oneself and, and to the world at large. And I think, I think that is biased. I think if we would maintain this set of values, if, we, if you would maintain this course, um, a lot of reality would pass us by. Uh, we would miss out on a lot because we wouldn't be using the fullness of our psychic functions. Our senses are not limited to the five senses we usually talk about, vision, uh, hearing, and so on. There are senses in the imagination, if you will. We are connected to something that transcends us uh, and which other psychic functions can give us access to. For as long as we lock ourselves within the intellect, which is a fairly small part of reality, within reality, and as such cannot apprehend all of reality, if we insist on remaining locked into that intellectual room, into that room of strict logic, strict and hard-nosed empirical approach to reality, ignoring what the unconscious is telling us through dreams, through visions, ignoring uh, the news of the artist, ignoring the empirical, phenomenological experience of the psychologist in his, in his therapy room, uh, ignoring uh, the flights of fancy of true philosophers like Plato, Kant and Heidegger, if we ignore all that, we will remain ill. And I see 
our illness as what the ancients have called uh, and native peoples around the world still call uh, a loss of soul which basically means that a lot of people perhaps most people have lost meaning have lost purpose in their lives and i think at the root of that is this disconnect uh, that we now have uh, to our to the rest to, to the rest of the richness of our psychic functions because we locked ourselves up in the intellect we only take the intellect seriously and nothing else and therefore we are ill and this illness is not only psychological it is psychological at, at root uh, but it manifests itself in multiple pernicious ways I think it is this that it's at the root of the looming environmental catastrophe that awaits us it is this that is at the root of the unsustainability of our economic system it is this that is at the root of the suicidal way in which we relate to each other and to the planet um, so something must be done and I think what must be done first is to build a bridge perhaps a language bridge to build a common language between left-brained thinkers like myself and right-brained thinkers like philosophers, other philosophers, artists, uh, uh, um, visionaries and, and psychologists and so on. If we have a common language, then we can understand each other. And if we can understand each other, we can value each other. And then these other important senses, these other important psychic functions will be reintegrated uh, into our culture and will help define new values a new approach to reality in the future that will be more wholesome, uh, uh, richer and, and, and healthier. So this is what I'm trying to contribute to with these uh, series of dialogues called Inception Dialogues. Uh, I'll try to get the best right-brain thinkers I can, I can get hold of, um, talk to them, not only interview, but carry out a conversation, a dialogue, uh, compare notes. Uh, compare our perceptions, our thoughts about the nature of reality and the nature of being and try to, to construct a new language, a common language um, and build bridges. Uh, it's certainly going to be a very small contribution but hey, uh, it's what I can do um, and it's what I am going to attempt. Um, I hope you enjoy the dialogues, I hope this series has a long life um, and I wish you fun.